It's a Farm Friday. Let's talk Chicago Cubs. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. So as we do on Farm Friday, we go through the entire farm system, bottom to top, and talk about all the noteworthy prospects. Before I get to the single A Myrtle Beach Pelicans, I do want to point out the number three prospect in this system, um, shortstop Christian Hernandez, uh, is is in rookie ball. So not really going to talk about him today. Um, going to kind of go straight to single A. We just typically don't dwell a lot on the rookie ball guys because there's so little information, so little film on them. Uh, he's making a stateside debut, and so, but. The single-A Myrtle Beach Pelicans, okay? A couple of noteworthy players here that I want to make sure that you're aware of. Uh, first one is number five prospect in the system, outfitter Kevin Alcantara. 6'6", 205. Absolutely, a, you know, a, a, an absolute unit of a prospect. Um, 2018 IFA by the Yankees made his way to the Cubs in the Anthony Rizzo deal last year. And so... Uh, it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, they they advanced him out of the DSL after like nine games. Um, and he absolutely tore it up in the complex league for the Cubs last year. Had an OPS of over 1,000. The scouts loved him. And it's just, he's super toolsy, okay? I, I think he's going to be, I mean, he's he's going to grow into an average hitter, maybe above average, but plus power. And the question's going to be just how does the swing develop? So it's something, I mean, obviously six foot six. He's got a lean, almost like a basketball player's figure. Uh, and so he gets a lot of leverage, but it's something where at the same time, this, like he's so tall, his arms are so long that it just takes a while to get the bat in the zone. There's some shortening of the swing you need to do. Uh, he's already shown that he can take adjustments, he can take coaching, so hopefully that works out. Uh, but to go along with that, plus runner, for now, I'm worried as he physically develops, you may end up having to move him uh, to right field. Uh, he absolutely, you know, he has average arm strength. I think he can play right. If the arm strength backs up a bit, you can put him in left. Again, ceiling here, I mean, he has the potential to be an all-star. That's the tools that he has, the power tool that he has, 60-grade power. The question is, how well does that swing develop? What happens there? How does he make the adjustment to shorten the swing so he can catch up to balls in the zone? Another guy, and I'm probably saying this wrong, it's either Kevin Maid or Kevin Made. I don't know which one. Number eight prospect in the system, shortstop, uh, 6'1", 160. He was a 2019 IFA out of the, the Dominican. Uh, he was he was their their one of the top players in the entire class. They put him in low A Myrtle Beach last year as a 20, as an 18 year old uh, hit 272, which is impressive, but he only walked six times in like 60 games. So he's back repeating the level. Um, as of right now, 57 games in, he's got 27 walks to 49 strikeouts. So doing better there. 
average is just about the same, 266. Uh, last year it was 272, so measurement error there. One bad game changes that. But the on-base percentage went up 55 points from 296 to 354. The slugging, almost 100 points, 366 to 450. He's got nine home runs now in these 57 games compared to one home run last year in 58. And again, six walks to 27. Um, whereas he has a, he's on a better pace on strikeouts. So made some improvements. And the thing here is he was known for the offense, right? Like he was known as an amateur to have fantastic offense, but the defense has absolutely come around. He is between plus and plus plus for defender at shortstop. He's got amazing hands. He's got uh, like quick reactions. The arm strength, he's got an absolute cannon. 70 grade arm. So absolute cannon there. He can play third. He can play second. He can play short. He looks fantastic at all of them. Here's the issue. He is an extremely aggressive hitter. He will swing at every single fastball, and it does not matter if it's a strike or not. Uh, He's good at recognizing breaking pitches versus fastballs, but he'll swing at every single one no matter where it is. So. Kind of an issue. Pitchers can get bailed out because they'll throw a you know a high and inside fastball and he's coming after it. It doesn't matter. They'll throw it low and away and he'll go after it. It doesn't matter. So he's never going to hit for a ton of power, but that's something that he's got to kind of get the... He's Again, he's good at recognizing fastballs versus breaking balls. He just needs to learn to lay off the ones not in the zone. So something I expect to see him get better at this year. He has improved as far as being able to identify those balls, take those walks. Um, if for some reason the bat doesn't come around to better than a, you know, like to 50 grade or something, always could profile as a perfect defensive, you know, slash utility guy. But either way, would love to see it work out. And then 12th prospect in the system, James Trianto, 6'1", 195, was actually a, um, was actually a, a 20, 21 second round pick. Uh, I have him at second base here. He was part of, he's supposed to be part of the 22 draft class. Reclassified to be in 21. Um, signed for an above slot, like $2 million deal last year. Was very, very young, obviously. Um, he is, you know, he is now, I think he's 18. Yeah. And so, offensively, very good bat speed and you know, good feel for the barrel. Very good, solid plate discipline. I think he's going to be a plus hitter. Power is going to be average. The issue that he has is defensively, I don't know where is the best place to play him. Um, you know, he's he's kind of, he has a above average arm strength, but his, his mechanics aren't great. His arm action's not great. And then he gets into some errors sometimes because the upper and lower halves aren't connected. The kinetic chain gets broken. So they've already moved him from short to second. I think it's something where he's, if the offense continues like it is, he's going to have a spot. He's going to be able to play. I just don't necessarily know at the moment where he's going to be. Uh, Again, you'd think second base. He just still has to work on the reactions. Feels like the game's a little fast for him sometimes. So something you want to work on there. Uh, but moving on, 
spent way too long on, on single A. High A South Bend Cubs. The reason I want to go ahead and get to this is Pete Crow Armstrong. So number one prospect in the system in my eyes. Uh, he was a 2020 first rounder by the Mets, and he was acquired in a Javi Baez deal. 6'1", 180. I think he's going to be a gold glove outfielder. That is the projection here. He has the skills to do it. Uh, above average hitter, probably 10 to 15 home run power. We just saw him in the Futures game. He looked fantastic out there. Defensively, it is beautiful to watch. I mean, uh, plus speed in center field, above average arm. The whole package is plus, plus defender. One of the better outfield defenders in the minor leagues. Um, offensively, like I said, above average. He's hitting, hitting 315, 383, 536 this year. 11 home runs, 19 stolen bases. The only real thing you can talk about is you were looking at maybe he needed to add some strength to his frame. He's done some of that this year. Um, love Pete Crow Armstrong. Not necessarily worried about how he's going to handle the fame. Apparently both his parents are actors. Ashley Crow, Matthew Armstrong. I don't know who they are. My wife says she does. But either way, they're both actors. So apparently he's very good with the spotlight. Very good talking to the media. He's comfortable with all of that. He's going to be a star for the Cubs. Very excited to watch him. And then a couple other outfielders here, just real briefly. Owen Ca- uh, Ca- Cassie or Casey? Not quite sure. Number six outfielder in the system. 6'4", 190. 2022nd rounder out of high school by the Padres and moved over in the U Darvish deal. Tons of power, okay? Owen's got absolutely tons of power. Very compact, very powerful swing. Uh, gets very, you know, good, high, like high quality at bats, very good control of the strike zone. And what I like is he can hit home runs both pull side and opposite field. Um, athletically, He's a good athlete, above average arm strength. The issue is he doesn't have a ton of experience. And so kind of below average, struggles with like high flight balls and things like that. He's a hard worker. Uh, He's shown the ability to take coaching. I think think he's going to get better with that. He's got the work ethic for it. It's just a matter of getting the reps. Um, Right there behind him, you talked about Pete Crow Armstrong as your center fielder. Owen Casey is probably your right fielder. Yo Hendrick Piango, 2018 IFA, 5'11", 170. It's probably your left fielder. And he's not going to be a prototypical left fielder. Best pure hitter in the system. I mean, has just a just a gorgeous swing. Uh, does everything you want him to do. Patient approach. He can hit to all fields. Like I said, just absolute pure hitter. Power is not necessarily going to notably manifest or anything. I don't think he's going to have a ton of power. Plays good defense and left. Average speed. Average arm strength. I can see a scenario where those three guys, it's the outfield of the future for the Cubs right there. In just a minute, I want to talk to you about the Double A Tennessee Smokies. A uh, lot of exciting talent here, especially arms. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Talent Solutions. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network, and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Uh, Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. 
So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, so we're talking about double A. The double A Tennessee Smokies, who are moving into a new ballpark. Uh, and I think it's about two years, and I believe they're going to be changing the name from Tennessee Smokies back to Knoxville Smokies. So got going back, bringing back the old stuff. You know, say if you saved your merch, you're in luck. Um, but it's, it's supposed to be a beautiful ballpark. I've seen, I've seen the renderings of it. Uh, but a couple guys here, a couple arms I like, as well as a possible catcher of the future. So uh, Jordan Wicks, left-hand pitcher, number seven in the systems, a 6'3", 220 First-round guy in 2020 out of Kansas State. Um, only played, you know, set a bunch of, like, single-season and career records at Kansas State despite only playing two full seasons. Uh, the Cubs had him as a top-10 talent. He fell to 21. They took him there. Was the first Kansas State player ever drafted in the first round. I always kind of love those stories. Uh, so, he very polished. Um, pounds the zone with five pitches. He's got a four-seamer and a two-seamer. Both of them sit around 92 or 93. Tops out at 95. He's got him and this next guy both challenge for the best changeup in the system. It's a plus-plus changeup. A lot of late movement to it. I like the arm speed on it. The arm speed's the exact same as the fastball, but it comes out with a good, you know, 10-mile-an-hour difference, maybe 11 or so was considered to be the better one in the class. I'm just not quite sure which one's better right now. Um, Sliders above average. Curveball's fringy. It's usable. The big thing here is he's got plus control. He can So he can throw tons of strikes. You know, knows, can get put the ball where he wants it to be. And he takes coaching really well. Really good teammate. Wants to learn. Wants to get better. I see him as a number two or three. Um, really excited about what Jordan Wicks can do. Uh, this season so far, 388 ERA in 70 innings, 89 strikeouts to 19 walks. Uh, right behind him, another lefty, DJ Herz. Uh, 6'2, 175. He was an eighth rounder in 2019 out of high school. I think he's probably he's possibly a number three. He might might end up being a reliever. And let me kind of explain this. So he's got um a fastball that sits 92 to 95 or so. Um, has some late carry. And a lot of deception. Hitters like just struggle to pick this up. Uh, change up, just like, just like Jordan Wicks. Plus, plus change up. It has a ton of vertical drop to it. Um, the curveball is a, like a north-south curveball. A vertical curveball. Kind of tight. Profiles is an average pitch. The issues here, and this is what's going to determine a number three versus a high leverage reliever, is so he goes cross-body. So everything comes across his body from left to right as he releases. And so that combined with how long his his arms are means he has control issues. And to kind of give you an example of his control issues, 64 innings this year, 99 strikeouts on a 2-2-6 ERA. The stuff is there, right? 37 walks. I mean, he it's like a four and a, it's like four and a half or 4.7 per nine is the walks. So I think, so one, the cross-body delivery helps the deception on the fastball and the changeup. Yeah, it's just hard to pick it up because the ball crosses a white uniform and it literally it's hard to see where the ball is coming out. The ball doesn't release out here to his side. 
where you can see it, it releases from in front of his body, right? You know, silhouetted by his jersey. The issue with that, like I said, is because it's moving the uh, it's moving laterally as he throws, his control's messed up. So if he can kind of refine some of that control, I think he's going to be a number three. If he can't, you're looking at a high leverage reliever, and he'll be a guy, uh, different pitch mix, but he'll he'll be a guy like a Will Smith, who left you know lefty reliever. Will Smith's obviously a slider guy, but same idea as a lefty reliever who has a really good fastball, has a breaking pitch, has an off-speed pitch, uh, and can get you out. So excited to see what happens there. I honestly, I need to get up to Tennessee to see these guys in person. It's been a while since I've seen them pitch um, other than on MILB.TV now and again. Number 11 prospect in the system, catcher Miguel Amaya. So 2015 IFA out of Panama. He's actually rehabbing from Tommy John right now. So he's in rookie ball, playing DH only. He's not going to throw the rest of the year. But at one point in time, he was a top prospect in this system. He's been to two Futures games. I mean, so like legitimately considered to be a very good prospect. But again, had to have Tommy John last year. Before the injury, he was one of those like well-rounded catchers. Probably was going to be in the bottom of the lineup. Defense was ahead of his offense. Offensively, Above average power, very disciplined hitter, but he just hits the ball on the ground too much. And so it doesn't matter how hard you hit the ball if it's on the ground and guys can just scoop it up and throw you out. So, you know, you're looking at a peak was like 260 with 15 home runs or so. Um, Defensively, above average receiving, uh, above average framing, big target back there, getting 6'2", 230, big target back there, plus arm strength, but that was pre-Tommy John. He's hitting... I think right now he's in rookie ball. He's hitting. He's not throwing. He's not going to throw. He's not going to play at catcher until next year. So we got to see how that comes back. I wanted to mention him because he's really interesting. He's going to be back with the double A soon and hitting. But I want to see what he does. And then the last guy I want to talk about here, number 14 prospect in the system, right-hand pitcher Ryan Jensen. So 2019 first rounder out of Fresno State. And I think he's either going to be a back-end starter or a reliever. And it's some consistency stuff. So the pitch mix is great. I love the pitch mix here. Two fastballs. He's got a four-seamer at 96. It's really effective up in the zone. He's got a two-seamer at 95. It's got like a lot of late run to it. Sliders above average in the mid-80s. It's mostly a horizontal pitch. The curveball is a mostly vertical pitch. It's an average pitch or so. So two distinct breaking balls there. And then the changeup, um, it's upper 80s. It's the sorry, is the speed, not the grade. It's the speed. It's an upper 80s. Um, no one like guys swing and miss on it in the zone because of just timing. They're sitting fastball when they get the change up. There's not enough speed difference off of the fastball. The fastball is 95, 96. The change ups, you know, 87, 88. I like to see 10 mile an hour difference there on the, for the most part. Um, but nobody really chases it. He could throw it in the zone and get a swing and miss, but guys don't chase it out of the zone. So Great pitch mix. I love it. The issue here is he's got a lot of effort to his delivery. So a little bit of injury concerns there. And then another guy that has such really long arm action. He's six foot tall, but he's got longer arms compared to a lot of guys. So power pitcher can overwhelm these dudes with these two plus plus fastballs. But the long arm action, the effort means he loses the release point. And so, you know, right, right now, 
5 ERA in 36 innings. Small sample size, I'll give you that. 23 walks to 33 strikeouts. Like, he's got stuff. He's got good stuff. He just has to be consistent. If he can maintain the delivery, maintain the release point, I can see him being a number four, number five. If not, he's going to be a reliever, but he's going to be a high leverage late, late game reliever because of how good the stuff is. In just a minute, I want to get to the AAA Iowa Cubs. Super original with these names. Um, some interesting guys there and an interesting conversation about Brennan Davis and what's going on with his injury rehab. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can get your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. They cover every league. Right now, obviously, tons of Major League Baseball stuff. I think you can actually bet on who's going to trade for Juan Soto. But they also have NFL because they go to training camp in a couple weeks. NBA, NHL, combat sports. Uh, esports, and even golf. So BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for your sports wagering information. They have live in-game betting. Uh, they have scores, lots of stuff they have you covered. So head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today because BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, so this AAA Iowa Cubs team I make the joke, a lot of the older minor league teams were just named after the big league team. So that's what this is. This is keeping, it's the same. So what else would you expect from the, from the folks who have the same ballpark that they've had for 100 years and didn't even put um, lights in until like the late 80s or 90s or something like that? Cubs fans don't get mad. I love you guys. Um, Rigby's a cool place. Okay. N- depending on who you ask, number one or number two prospect in the system is outfielder Brennan Davis. He's out right now. Let me just up front. He's not playing right now. Uh, 6'4", 175, second rounder in 2018 out of high school. And was fine and then absolutely broke out in 2021. He was at the the alternate site and impressed. And then 2021 hit in the face with a pitch at spring training. Had a broken nose and a concussion. But once he came back from that, Went from high A to triple A, led all full season minor leaguers for the Cubs in runs, in doubles, and in OPS. Went to the Futures game in Denver, hit two home runs, and was named the MVP. So, 6-4, looks like potentially an all-star. Not necessarily super important, but been told he has a great personality. Um, Once he got a signing bonus, he paid off his mom's house. He sent 40 pairs of cleats to his high school. Uh, he has two pet llamas, which is wild. I guess llamas are a pet you keep in Arizona. I don't quite know. But anyway, uh, average hitter, above average power. What I like when you watch him, he can hit velocity. He can hit spin. He can go to all fields. Now, for a I mean, younger guy, you see this, uh, not perfect. You can get him to chase, especially if you're a lefty and you're throwing him something down and away. Something breaking, something off speed down and away. You can get him to chase. And the bat has backed up from above average to average. So you got some holes to close in his swing. Defensively, above average. He's got a plus arm. He might slow down a little bit as he puts on some size. Again, 6'4", 175. So there's a question of, will he have to move to right field? He's got the arm where he could do it. Uh, But right now he is out. He had lower back surgery. And part of that may have been why the bat regressed. He was hitting 195 for about 75 at-bats when they pulled him. And 
concern was how long would he be out? Well, we now know it was non-structural. The, the injury in his lower back was non-structural. So it wasn't spine, uh, bones, things like that. Apparently, it's some sort of nerve issue similar to uh, sciatica. So he was having weird feeling in his legs and foot um, from something in his lower back. So they did surgery to work on that. He's doing baseball activities now at the spring training complex. And they believe they'll be able to get him back in games in August. Which, holy cow, is like two weeks away. So it'll be, a, it'll be nice for them. It's just hard to believe how far along we are in the season already. So good news there. I'm excited to see what he looks like and what the recovery looks like and what changes, if anything, changes during the recovery. Um, some guys, when they go through an injury, they come back in better shape because of the rehab. I'm worried about with some sort of lower back surgery, there's not a lot of physical movement you can do for a while. So probably conditioning questions. And I think that's why you see him. He's working out now, but he's not doing rehab appearances. They're still letting him heal, letting him get conditioning back. So curious to see what happens there. Number four prospect in the system, right-hand pitcher Caleb Killian, 6'4", 180. He was a eighth-round pick in 2019 out of Texas Tech by the Giants. And he came over in the Chris Bryant deal. and the Cubs, the, the Cubs front office will be the first ones to say that like he's better than we realized he was. So uh, he's, he's gone from believing that he was going to be, you know, his stuff was average with plus control and he was going to be a number five or so to now looking at maybe a 93. His fastball sits like 93, 94. It can touch 98. Uh, he's still been able to maintain that control as the fastball has gotten faster. And he can actually, I say like the fastball, he, he really can throw, he considers them the same pitch from what I've been told, but he can throw it as a cutter, he can throw it as a sinker, or he can throw it as a four seamer with some ride up in the zone. So he pit like batter to batter, he can adjust what he does with the fastball. All of it has around the same speed, all of it has the same arm action, but he can make it do different things based on the handedness, based on um, profiles, what they do, things like that. Uh, the slider and curveball, both kind of average. Slider's a little bit better, but uh, both about average. He has a circle change, which is really just, you've got to have a change, you know? Um, working on it still. This and fifth. But again, control is plus. He can throw strikes. He can locate all of these pitches. So uh, right now, 57 innings, 3.95 ERA, 70 strikeouts to 25 walks. So again, velocity's ticked up. You can see the stuff is now better. Um, question is going to be, does the velocity hold? And then, you know, just we need to see a little bit more. He can probably debut this year, and it'll be really interesting to see how he adjusts to major league hitters. Um, but I like what I see from Caleb Killian. I think he's probably upgraded from a number four or five to a number three if this projection holds true. A couple guys in at the MLB level uh, noteworthy, I want to make sure that we mention uh, Nelson Velasquez, an outfielder. To me, kind of profiles best as a power hitting right fielder with a lower batting average. I mean, 240, 20 home runs. He's got a plus arm. They called him up in June. He's been scuffing a little bit. He's batting 206, 254, 381. He's got two home runs, 63 at bats. Defense is fine and right. The guy that I am kind of excited about is Christopher Morrell. Um, he, he has had. Uh, ups and downs. He got as high as number nine on the prospect list. 
He fell to like 29 or 30 entering this season. He had a poor season double A last year. But explosive plus runner. Uh, plays above average defense in the infield, above average defense in center field. He can play second. He can play third. He can play both outfield corners. So a lot of versatility for Christopher Morrell there. Has plus to plus plus arm strength. Somewhere 60s to 70 grade. 65 was a thing, I'd say 65. But plus to plus plus arm strength. He's inaccurate with it sometimes. So maybe you give him the plus on the arm grade, knowing that this, the the arm strength is higher, but the accuracy is a little bit lower. Um, plus plus raw power as well. But the issue here is he's very streaky. And so because he's streaky, the power is very inconsistent. You can beat him with velocity high and inside. You can get him to chase. Uh, He swings and misses too much. And then when he gets hot and he goes on a heater and he just has phenomenal production for three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, you bump him back up to to lead off and he kills it for a couple weeks and then he cools off again and you'll bring him back down in the lineup to seventh or eighth. Um let him work through the funk, and then he gets hot again. It's very streaky. Uh, It's one of those things where you like the production. You love the production when he's hot. You hate the production when he's cold. And it's sometimes, you just rather he would just be above average and consistent versus fantastic and then terrible. Uh, Not terrible, but you know what I'm saying. So interested in there. I'm glad that he's finally gotten his chance and he's running with it. He's playing well enough to stay up for a while. But I think he just needs a little more consistency. And we see sometimes guys take a while at the big league level to figure that out. Dansby Swanson's been a streaky shortstop. Uh, And then this year, he started off cold for about two weeks. Something clicked, and he's been hot ever since. And so is there a possibility Christopher Morrell can figure it out at some point in time and do that? There is. How likely? I don't know. But um, tons of stuff to like in this system. Very, very exciting farm system. Another one of these Farm Fridays coming next week, but before that, Monday is a mailbag. If you have questions for the show, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm, or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. We will get to all of your questions on Monday. But until then, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.